On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about how a new Taco Bell cantina is going to open in downtown Orlando. World Pride might bring a million gays to downtown Orlando. And if you like dogs and you like booze, there's a new place that's going to open called Booze Hounds. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is the last ice cube in your drink, Brendan O'Connor. And uh, we are in the Milk District tonight. Holla. And we are at Iron Cow. Iron Cow. Do you know why it's called Iron Cow? It's Yeah, it's a nod to my... World Wrestling Federation uh, character, the no Iron idea. Cow. Yeah, no idea. With the uh, with the aluminum nips. I don't really know either. No, but we're here. I haven't drinks. Well, it's a nod to the district. It's a nod, like a tip of the hat. Hey, well, iron what's cow. the iron thing? What's the iron part? Uh, it's hardcore. Oh, it's a, it's a gym. Yeah. No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's like hardcore, like Iron Cow. Look out, grab him by the horns. Iron cow in a deep voice. Iron that's, cow. Not that's not explaining that. it at all. <laughs> yeah, let's ask the bartender. Hold up. Let's all right, ask, we will we let's will ask bring the bartender. We, we need it. Owner. Tell, tell us all about Why is it called the name Iron Cow? I can't, I can't tell you the story. All right. You can't, you can't tell us the story. It's too racy. So I win. For, uh, I win. I'm right. Radio. I told you I, I win. <laughs> I heard that. So anyway, <laughs> we are at the Iron Cow uh, having free cocktails. Yeah. Because you get free drinks. When you order food here Between from 6 to 9. Between 6 to 9 for the happiest of happy hours at the Iron now, Cow. I've never heard of that. I'm happy. That's, I'm happy. I'm really happy. Yeah, I'll I'm be happier be, after another drink. My Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. He, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we're talking about <laughs> all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including the Milk District. And College Park. Soto. Thornton Park. Curry Ford West. Winter Park. Hourglass. That's all I know. I, I'm, I'm stumped. I think we did pretty good. All the neighborhoods around downtown. Caught me on the back. And uh, if you've missed any of our episodes, you can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Google Play. You can get them on SoundCloud. You can all those places that you get your really cool professionals. You know, whatever this is. And if you want to read more about what we talk about, you can go to bungalower.com dot com and read everything. But readings for nerds. Yeah, it is. Listen. You know what's not for nerds? What? Listening to podcasts. True. No, it's pretty nerdy, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got? Do you have any cool headlines this week? Or is I it launched all to a me new again? web series this week, Brenda. You did, I know you did because I helped. You did help. That's right. You shot it. So I launched a new series on Orlando's uh, restaurant and food scene called Hungry Florida Man. Hungry Florida Man. Iron Cow. Nah, just Hungry Florida Man. I am the Hungry Florida Man. The idea is to go around Central Florida and uh, highlight our restaurants and the the chefs who own them. And the first one was with one of the sexiest chefs in Orlando. Yes, John Calloway over at Black Rooster Taqueria. God, that is a handsome man. If uh, if you want to check it out, you can go to uh, Black Rooster or not Black Rooster. You can go to uh, Hungry Florida Man on Facebook. Uh, there's also a YouTube channel, and when I get around to it, there will be a website. <laughs> we shared it around to it, but we shared it on bungalore.com yes. too. You can go see it there. Lots of fun. Just trying to go to the mom and pop places around, and yeah. uh, if you got ideas, tweet at me, send them my way. And my goal is to go everywhere. Like it's not just Orlando. It's Sanford and Castleberry and Winter Garden and Kissimmee. I want to go all over. You're regional, John. I am regional. At the end of this, you'll be 300 pounds heavier. It's okay. Yeah, but I'll be 10 feet taller, and so I'll be the cute one for <laughs> once. 
So, yeah, go check that out. Uh, I had a lot of fun, and we got a lot more coming up. All right. I love that. So, Brendan, now that I've plugged my stuff, <laughs> what uh, what do you got going on? There's a lot going on, but I do want to say shout out to Don Price, who's, uh, we told you about it last week. Don Price found a 16 millimeter movie in the trash. Yeah, it was a dirty movie. Dirty movie. <laughs> no, it's movie, not a dirty movie. Called City Beautiful. That could also be a movie. It could be, it could be a dirty movie. <laughs> and, uh, he digitized it. He was going to do a screening tonight at Ivanhoe Village at 1010. He did. 1010 Brewing. Canceled. Canceled? And you know what? What happened? By the city. Wow. The city wanted to see it first, and they like kind of strong-armed Oh, them. because it's probably their... Well, is it their property? Because no. they... No, it's owned by WOFL, which but it is was, Channel 6 but at one point. where was it found? I don't know. Yeah, so some weirdness. Really? But now that they've seen it, uh-huh. they're gonna. there's talk now that they're going to be doing it at a bigger venue. John Price didn't tell me any of this. I had to hear uh, this from your grapevine. Really? So we're trying is to get like to the bottom of out? it. It sold out. They to, did a story on Channel 6 about they it. It sold out to 50 people. Then they oh. had interest from people, like a wait list for like another 250. Oh, they should do it at the Dr. Phillips Center then. They're just going to do it. Well, I, I think they might try to do it at like the amphitheater or something. So they're, they're talking about okay. where they're going to do it. Uh, it will be bigger and better. So even though it didn't happen for like weird s- circumstances, uh, it will happen, and everybody should be paying attention because I think that's going to be really cool. cool. And I'm excited about it. All right, when it so eventually you got happens. tickets. Uh, hold on to those. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I think everybody got re- refunded. Okay, uh, it's so, like ten bucks, right? Yes. Yeah, ten bucks. You got a free beer. Was the uh, yeah? So just give them a ten bucks. Who cares? <laughs> we just launched the first ever. Orlando Taco Map. I saw. <laughs> did you I like saw. it? I did. I like the little icon, too. Thanks. I made sure that that happened. Uh, we worked with Chris Gilhooley of uh, this really cool local mapping company. It's not sticking in my head. <laughs> DeCoast, I think is sure. what it's called. Um, oh, man. Brutal. We'll get that in the second segment. So they went all over and found all these places? How did no, they we research worked with this? them. We worked with them on a comprehensive list that goes a little bit outside of our bungalow or neighborhoods because there's some really good ones that we knew we would get slayed if we didn't it. include it. I'm not going to put Sloppy Taco Palace in there, and I apologize. It's just the parks are not in our coverage area. Uh, I'll say that right now. But there's some great ones in there, comprehensive. And it's a part of this like ongoing uh, commentary from the city that there's just too many taco places in the city Orlando. Said that? Just like people who live in the oh, city, residents, the city. Okay. saying, I'm tired of hearing about taco places. You know, I, I was thinking about this today, driving. I think about tacos <laughs> a lot while I, while I drive, Brendan. And I was thinking, like, would what's we, their name? And, and, and we've, we've talked about this. We joke about, you know, peak taco, and there's too many taco places. And I got thinking. You know, we would never say that about, like, a pizza place. There's not too many pizza places. Although I do joke about that on Edgewater in College Park. Yes, and that was there was a point where it was all pizzerias on Edgewater, right? Yes, and and that's a joke. But, like, you would never say, oh, my God, another pizza place. So, like, why are we saying that about tacos? Racism. Exactly. Do you really think so? No, no. I was joking. I mean, mean, you know, pizza is uh, ubiquitous, I guess, and maybe tacos are now, too. Am I uh, using that word? That's a big word. Did I use that one yeah. properly? Okay, good. Can you spell it? No, no. <laughs> no. Not even close. I can't. U-B-I. All right. This is not good radio. U-U-I-T-O-U-S. All right. And I win. <laughs> uh, so you made a taco map. I made a taco map. I'd be curious Chris to see because I know there's a lot of places that uh, sell tacos that might not look like from the outside that they are selling I didn't tacos. Do, I did do every place that's selling tacos. You I did, did or didn't? Did not. Okay. Like, I'm not going to put in 
I don't know, like Ember. No, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Or like Elixir. Right. I know but they have a taco. Like, even like a lot of the maybe like Latin grocery stores that they sell tacos, but you might not know it unless you oh, went there. Oh, true, true, true. There you was know? one that we missed that we just added, uh, La Fiesta on Curry Ford, which I guess is one of the best taco places in oh, town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people I've never were, been there, but I, I've heard good, oh, good things. So we shared We haven't even you know, shared it it's yet. It's one of those things. Uh, I mean, I would tell you this, Brendan, like don't feel bad. If, um, you know, somebody says, oh, my God, you missed this place. Like, you know, you're, you're not going to hit them all. And so. But you know what? I think I did. <laughs> well, but I'm saying somebody's going to say you missed this place. Just be like, all right, we'll add it. Like, that's how it works. You know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So where can people okay, see this so map? what? You can go to bungalore.com. Check it out. We're going to be doing a whole series of maps with Chris Kahuli. I awesome. think the next one is going to be a fishing map. Okay. That juxtaposes where you are supposed to fish, where the city wants you to fish, with uh, water quality data. Cool. Because I want to do, we have data for like what what lakes in town are clean, right? They're, they're always monitoring lake water quality, and we have that data, so why don't we juxtapose that with where people are fishing, right? Yeah. If you're going to go fish, you should probably be looking for the lake that's the cleanest. I think the paper, the Sentinel did a story about this recently, about like fishing oh. in uh, like, what do they call the, the retention ponds by highways. When I was a reporter, I always wanted to do that story. Like actually go out and talk to those people. Yeah. Never got around to it. Right. But I'm curious, like who fishes at these spots and, and what people do they People who catch are honestly supplementing their diet. With those fish. Yeah. And they're catching it's catfish. A lot of catfish. Is it all catfish? No, but mostly. Do they have carp down here or is that a Yeah, that a there's an invasive thing? carp that's in the St. John's oh, Waterway. They have Asian carp up yeah. north. Yeah, they have, they have that have, here too. It it's, too. It's got like armor. Sure. I actually found one. We were uh, in a in the econ just going, you know, stomping around in our boots off the trails, looking at things. And yeah. there you could see where an osprey had dropped one. And it was like armor plates still left behind. Really? Like an exoskeleton. Yeah, really cool. Speaking of tacos. Speaking of tacos, I'm waiting. I'm so excited for this. Taco Bell Cantina. Taco Bell Cantina is opening. Downtown. Yes. On the 1 South Orange Avenue. I'm actually looking forward to this. Not because I love Taco Bell. Uh, what are your thoughts on I feel this? like you're going to continue talking. I didn't I, want to you want me off. to? I'll yeah, tell yeah. you why. So we, we should probably say there's a Taco Bell cantina talking, we need a opening downtown. Uh, the difference between a regular Taco Bell that you go to at 3 in the morning and a cantina one that is operating is that the cantina has booze. Yeah. I've never been to one. Have you been to one? No. But it's like a more urban, it's more of an urban design too. They have like. Street art and like it's a Taco Bell with booze, recycled right? I mean, Taco wood Bell with features and uh, it's no, it's the same food, right? Sangria, but it's the same. Food. I think it's adjacent. It's a, it's like stepped up a little bit. It's from is it I like saw. a Panera, like a Taco Panera? I, you know, I think it is. Okay, yeah, but like, but they don't just slap it together. They but put the it youths, together. but the youths want to go there. Well, you know, I mean, if there's alcohol take there, photos I want to go there, too. And uh, we have the designs. You can go to bungalore.com and see the designs of the space. And it actually looks really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I, really impressed by the design. So here's it. why I, I am not going to uh, crap on this idea. Because I'm sure there's people out there I'm that I'm always shocked will. when you say that on air. It's fine. I know, I know you they can. They say but way just... worse things on the news junkies and Tom and Dan. So we but, can say crap. But we're more tasteful. Very true. I, I like till I tell you about the events later. Oh my <laughs> god! Okay, keep going. I like this because 
I think it shows like an evolution of downtown Orlando. And what I mean by that is I think there's a market down there that at least chain restaurants are seeing that, oh, we can support or we can put a restaurant down there and it will be supported. So I talked to the owners of the building, which are everybody saying it's launch that it's not, it's this group that's affiliated with launch that when launch that is like a tech kind of firm. They are, they do, they do web. You spoke there once. I did. Yeah. Yeah. They have a big, so they have an event called LaunchCon, and they, they have a huge huge company where they do like, I don't know exactly what they do, but it's something with, (laughs) If you have like this is part of the like fire festival, but they have like a uh, if you have mesothelioma, they okay. do websites with news related to that, and then it will direct you to other websites. Way more than that, but that's a, that's okay. like the quick version. Well, they they have tons of clients. Though. I I talk super to nice people. One of their reps, I believe it was one of their reps, could have been someone who was representing the reps. So I don't. <laughs> uh, he was saying they. So they bought Ono, Ono Nightclub, yes. which is a two-story club, Pita Pit, which closed. That closed. And Ruby's Mediterranean Deli. Uh, so three side-by-side-by-side locations in that one South Orange building. They were already affiliated with the building and doing like a, they were running the Catalyst co-working space up above it. Some tech firms are up there too. It used to be a department store. They gutted it. And now the Ono Pita Pit side is like a 20, it's like a 20 foot ceilings, actually kind of comparable to where we're sitting right now in the Iron Cow. Long, open, big spaces. Is that where Taco Bell Cantina is going? Going next to that. And I think they'll also have big ceilings, just not as big. But the, the idea is, and he was saying this, there's no, they had to get all those spaces and gut them. In order to present these larger big pieces, which that's what the national retailers are looking for. Yes. Even though it's smaller than what they're used to, it's just too difficult for them to try to shoehorn their larger corporate stores into these smaller footprints. And so he was really excited at the potential to bring in these new things into like the next space that Ono Nightclub slash Pita Pit space is 3,500 square feet. Uh, he said he's really interested about a new national retailer that he can get into that space. Because there's not a lot. I mean, it, well, li- list a all few. the place. List. List them. Subway. Okay. Uh, restaurants. Wahlburgers. Okay. All restaurants. And again, he's saying well, retail, but he means restaurants. It's going to be a, It'll be a restaurant. It'll be another restaurant. But there's Walgreens. not a lot of like, quote unquote, chain restaurants downtown. Walgreens, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, uh uh, Subway, and then right. now talk about ton, but that's not me for a downtown city. No, but like, how big is our downtown? It's true, right? True, it's downtown, down our central business it's district. True, that's that's comparable. Somebody sent me a list of like the chains plus like the locally owned, uh-huh. and, and they kind of equaled out. Really? Yeah, when you consider, but there's more bars downtown. There's a lot of bars. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm not. I don't know why I'm playing devil's advocate here. I, it's inter- it's great to see national retail chains in there because you need anchor tenants that are going to be able to, to support yes. those people who own the buildings. If you have one big anchor tenant who's paying a lot of rent, leasing that space every month, you can like forgive smaller people, uh, give them a little bit more grace on the month to month. And so it'll be great to see 
some more activity down and I, there. I'm the first one to tell you, I will probably never eat at Taco Bell Cantina. It's just not where I... I'll try it. Eh, I mean, I've had, I've had Taco Bell. 7,000 UCF students moving downtown. True. You know, I don't think True. it's any mistake that the first Taco Bell Cantina we got opened up by UCF. And I will, I want to say before you say, oh, he's a snob. He doesn't eat Taco Bell. I've had my fair share of Taco Bell in my life. Oh, I you're just, such a man on the street, <laughs> Gerard. I just, I just, I just haven't, I just don't <laughs> usually go to a lot of fast food anymore. I don't either, you know, but I would, I would try it if I was out drinking. Oh yeah. Well, if I'm drinking. Yeah. And different. when they open, I hope I get a influencer invite well i just i just ruined for my free. invite so <laughs> <laughs> no your target demo they got to convince you to you need to eat there and drink there uh and someone else scotty was saying he's excited to have a an affordable lunch space where things you can get something for sometimes 10 bucks. you just want something for like five six bucks you don't need a 12 dollars no, sandwich you don't need an artisan thing every no, day no it's true no so you just want a crunch wrap well with you a, could with go to latin square which is amazing if you've I never love, been latin i square, love latin square awesome. and i don't think they're going to be affected at all i don't think so either and they I'll don't do a video tacos. there one day do they serve tacos no they serve like sandwiches okay good it's so, so good. i didn't miss them on the taco map uh, I have to give, give a shout out to our vintage. Oh, how are we doing on time? We're all right. We have to give a shout out to uh, Vintage Valentine Market, which is happening on February 10th in Audubon Park, right in front of Park FCDs and Dear Prudence. This is their, I want to say it's their fifth or sixth uh, annual time for this market. If It happens on February 10th, which means you have four days before Valentine's Day to go find something really cool uh, for your sweetie. Go check it out on bundler.com. We have an event on Valentine's Day. What is it? We Heart Hearts at Orlando Meats. Heart Hearts. We're doing a whole heart-centric dinner. Uh, I saw the menu today. I'm like chewing into the microphone. Sorry. I saw the menu today. It's like nine courses. Crazy. I haven't seen it yet. I, I Why saw are it you today? seeing it? I see things that you don't see. I'm a co-host. True. But uh, it's I'm at a Orlando person? Meats, February 14th. Uh, we only have a few tickets left, so if you're interested, get some tickets. Go to Eventbrite. Go to Bungalower.com. Go to Orlando60.com, one of my other ventures. We're selling out. Oh, we're going to sell it out. Yeah. Totally. So get there. I'll be there. I'll be there. We're going to be eating. Are you going to be eating? Or are you oh, just yeah. Spinning, I'll eat a heart. Spinning tunes. I'll eat a heart right now. I like, he brought out, Elliot brought out like a cow heart, and it was like the size of my leg. It was bigger than I thought. <laughs> Not going to lie. That's what I said. <laughs> it was gigantic. Yeah, I don't know I, what you do with that big of a heart. Uh, I guess it powers your six stomachs. True. Right? True. I guess you need something that big. True. How do you, so that's like a few tacos. That's at least a few tacos. <laughs> what is, like, so what, what if we just like, serve that whole heart to somebody? It's a do, big heart. I want it's like, like a Temple of like Doom. basketball. Like artichoke heart, like Temple <laughs> of Doom moment. I just want to like rip it up. Yeah. What do they say in Temple of Doom? Like, temple of Doom. <laughs> Iron cow. So we're not selling this very well. No. But yeah, our We Heart Hearts dinner. Uh, Orlando Meats, February 14th. Come check it out. Yeah. Sorry, I'm drinking. Uh, John Dogapalooza Park What about that? What? Boozapalooza What's the name of this dog park That The dog thing that's opening Booze Hounds I was close I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna talk about it In the next segment Well we're talking about it now Now we jumped the shark We got plenty of time Alright Booze Hounds Dog Park It's gonna actually be in Edgewood Close enough I wanna say I was the first person To write about it Were you? And uh, it's blowing up Every single news outlet has yes. covered these guys oh yeah when i was going into uh the colbert show on thursday they were coming out right really yeah it's coming like so he like picked them up for me 
And then as I was walking up, I was looking on uh, just on Facebook in the elevator. Wes had just run a piece on them. Oh, yeah. Right. And they didn't even talk to them. They just made motion graphics from the renderings. Oh, I that saw I that. Found. And that's yeah. done very well, actually. I saw, the, I saw the video. So so we should explain it's a dog park in With Edgewood. With a bar. With a bar. So it's like shipping container bars, like a patio. Uh, you can bring your dog. You have to buy a membership to get access. Yeah, I like and you, that. You let your dog run around, and you, you can't can bring, bring your your crappy dog either. You no, got to no. bring a good dog. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it has to have its shots. It has to be vaccinated. Oh, okay. I need like so it doesn't have to be like from a, a breeder. No, it no. just can't be a, a <laughs> dud dog. No, you don't want no dud dogs. So my that. dog can't go. No, Bernie can't go. Bernie can't go. <laughs> he is terrible. He, is. he has this mat that makes him look like a unicorn. He won't yeah, let me he's cut a it. Terrible dog. He is is great wonderful dog um there's no bad dogs just bad owners so <laughs> booze hounds when's it supposed to open like fall probably they were thinking i saw spring somewhere but i where it, no exactly way. is this on orange it's South on orange, orange in edgewoods which is almost where? belle isle so wait, wait so do you have any idea like what's near there or no idea no you have to go to bungalow.com too far address, away from I, Orlando I for you to check it out. is i actually I can't write about it, right? Like, I saw it happening. I was like, this is amazing. I can't write about it. It's not my coverage area, but I made it into a Bring to Orlando piece. Yes. And I was like, bring it downtown. <laughs> this is amazing. You can get a $10 day pass or $149 for a year. There's UCF grads that have uh, pulled it together. They met husband and wife at UCF playing flag football together Ooh. and fell in love. And uh, I guess they have a construction company, and then this is their second thing that they're doing together. Cool. I just, it's going to blow up. It's like air conditioning, fans, cool shipping container, uh, architecture, old, like mature trees that are already on the site. <laughs> I wonder why Fencing. they chose there. They just were looking along Orange. They started downtown, and then they just were looking for cool, open green spaces. And that's the one that they just thought, you know what? We can do something with yeah. this. Okay. I can see that because there is a lot of open, more open space farther south. Uh, that being said, because I did that bring to Orlando piece, I actually got an email from a lady who was like, I actually am bringing this to Orlando. Really? So we will be getting one downtown-ish, at least something that's in our coverage area. College Park. Uh, very soon. So I think she was making it sound like Thornton Park, but I don't. I don't know where you think go. she knows where at. Thornton Park is. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no, there where, where, lady? What are you talking about? Who knows? You never know. So keep an eye on that. Cool. No, how are we doing? We're good. All right. Uh, Field to Feast is happening February 23rd. I've never been to that. Long Scott Farms. I get a plus one. Do you want to come with me? What day? February 22nd. Maybe. Edible Orlando puts it on with Disney. All these Disney chefs are there. You pay, I don't know, 175 bucks. Maybe that's why I've never gone. <laughs> <laughs> to eat in a cornfield out in Zellwood. I can eat outside. There's a hayride. Hayride. Eat, eat and drink all you want. Schmooze it sounds fun. No, it sounds great. It's mm. a great event. I've heard about it for years and years and years. I love I love the ladies over at uh, Edible Orlando. They are very great. Pam is great. I don't know the other two, but Pam mm-hmm. is great. She got mad at me when I made fun of uh, <laughs> the, the honey nougat glacé. The one was oh. at the Orange County yeah. search for Orlando's signature dish because they're involved in everything. So love them. Go check that out. Cool. Come well, back uh, after the break yeah, and hear all about uh, let's some eat other some things. Food here at uh, Iron Cow. I'm staring at the biggest, most beautiful Hawaiian pizza ever. All right, I'm gonna have some more drinks and eat some uh, burgers. And I was talking about your wife.
All right, we're sitting here in Industrious with my friend Daniel Sosa from CarJoy, GetCarJoy.com. Daniel, tell me all about what you guys do. So at CarJoy, we do on-demand, on-location, auto maintenance. So you know that dreaded task of going to the going to the quick lube, getting alienated by these individuals, getting upsold. We've completely eliminated that and have a transparent, simple service where you book online and a friendly helpful technician comes to your home, your office, or anywhere in between and services your car right there. So I go online, getcarjoy.com, I check off the boxes of the services that I need, and then they show up wherever I am and they do it? Just like that. You select your vehicle, the type of oil, any additional services you'd like. We do require a three-hour window, so if it's 12 p.m., the earliest you can do is 3 p.m. Okay. And they come to your home or anywhere in between and service your vehicle right there what are some of the places that you're seeing people get their car serviced we get a lot of people at work there's nothing like continuing your meetings or what you're doing in the day and getting your looking out the window and seeing a hot dude working (laughs) on your car i love it i don't have to talk to them or nothing we have to give them keys you do a key exchange they're all very friendly um but you can get back to your day and keep doing what you're doing okay i love it what's the weirdest place people have had to go to get their car serviced? the weirdest place we can think of i know we had a lady dude Whole Foods, which I thought was cool. Um, it really matches our brand of what we'd like to do. People just continuing their day, and we want to make their days better. I love it. Is there where what is there one more thing that you really want people out there in real radio land to hear uh, about Get Carjoy and get char- getcarjoy.com and Cargoy? Um, I think the big thing is we encourage you to experience it. Um, if you use this, the code City Beautiful, you get ten dollars off. And we like to say, once you go car, Joe, you don't go back. So give it an opportunity and uh, enjoy. And don't go back, y'all. Thanks, Daniel. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker, and I am the Pizza. It's stuck in your molar, Brendan O'Connor. Brendan. We yep. are at the Iron Cow. We just had some food. It was delicious. But how was your Hawaiian pizza? It was really good. Yeah. I had yeah, a, I had a quinoa burger. Because you're like that? No, I'm not even vegetarian, but I just, I wanted, they, it was you highly recommended. And I got it, and it was delicious. Everything was kind of veggie friendly, right? It was. Lots yeah. of veggie stuff here. So if you're a vegetarian or vegan, this is the place to go. Plus bonus, if you're here during happy hour, 6 to 9 o'clock, you get... Free drink. A free drink every time you buy something to eat. Yes, and so my wife did not drink her drink, so I drank her drink. Might as well her. just be like buying finger food I to don't take want home them later. To throw it down the drain. They will make it and put it down the drain. <laughs> That's why I am consuming it. You're, you're so good. What I'm a team player. You're literally saving the I lakes. I am like Captain Planet. <laughs> you are. Over our, here. Our powers combined. <laughs> what was Heart? That guy didn't really have much of a power. No, that was uh, hate crime, is what that was. <laughs> like, way to like, make fun of gay people. This guy and he has and it's the way they said it, too. They were like, fire. Water, wind, earth, heart. (laughs) 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 It's all about good intentions. He was like from India, right? He was like, no, I thought he was. No, he was like Amazonian. Oh, it was South America. Yeah. Anyway, they gave him a crummy thing. Yeah, no, he was like Incan. Yeah, not, right? I mean, yeah. the heart's a good thing, but it, I mean, I'd rather have. Get a producer fire. to look it up while we're right. doing this. Get a producer. Hey, producer, look it up. Well, look up where heart came look from. Look up where he came from. Right? Where was, it, wind, wind, was wind was from Russia. Was it? Yeah. Fire was American. Of course. Earth destroy everything. Right. Earth was from Africa. <laughs> Water was Asian. Mati. Mati. 
South, South American, American. You're right. Yeah. I thought he was in, from India. I watched that stuff. Uh huh. Received his ring. Here, give it. Give her the microphone. Give her the mic. So Mati, make it owner quick, girl. of the heart make ring, he uh-huh. received his ring from a monkey after saving it from a jaguar. Well, that's racist. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> right? <laughs> you just live in a city in Argentina somewhere. <laughs> you have to live in the jungle. Like Sao Paulo or something. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the time. <laughs> we talk about Captain Planet, basically. We talk about yeah, 90s whatever I wanna, cartoons. Because it's our show and not yours. Uh-huh. Uh, we talk about anything we want to. But mostly the top <laughs> headlines in related to the downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Tonight we're in the Milk District. We are hanging out at Iron Cow. And it's great. And uh, if you've missed any of our episodes, go to iTunes and uh, listen to them. Yeah, otherwise... Tune in, all right? Yeah, just just block yeah. out a Friday night for us. <laughs> this weekend, or yeah, this weekend, Federal Department of Transportation is hosting Construction Career Days. <laughs> I'm already snoring. At the Central Florida Fairgrounds. But you know what? The reason I think this is cool okay. is because, I don't know. <laughs> The no, demand, you, the demand you, is growing for skilled workers, which is right? good. construction no, no, stuff a, like it's that. It's a noble career to build carpenters stuff. by thirty percent in the next couple of years, which right? Is, means a sign that in Central Florida is growing, and mm-hmm. we need those people. And at the moment, most skilled workers are fifty years old and nearing retirement. I believe it. I think. I think. I think. As somebody who went through high school and college, I think. I think our now you're bragging again. No, no, I think our generation doesn't didn't value that type of work for a long time. No, because we were told not to. But then now I'm the one that's saddled with university debt, <laughs> and I have a show and a blog. Yeah, right? and we're on the radio. And on the radio, it pays nothing, and I have to park next to some dude who's doing construction all day, who's got a beautiful truck, like, and is laughing Damn. all the way to the bank, and they're fit. Yeah, and they make, you know, 40 make, bucks an hour. Right? Just, I mean, I don't want to say just, but outside doing work, doing what they want more to do. More than I'm making. Maybe more than that an hour. Slay. I don't know. You know, they're all hot. <laughs> making stuff. Yeah. You come put on my They work on. hard and they play hard. Yeah, and they, and they play real hard. Oh. <laughs> That's from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's The Simpsons? There's an episode where they go to a factory and there's a bunch of really buff guys. Oh. Homer's trying to teach Bart how to be a man, and then they end up in a factory with a bunch of like gay construction, um, gay construction workers. Speaking of, uh, come out, people are in town. <laughs> come out with pride. It's trying to bring world pride to Orlando. I saw this. And I, what is world pride? Did you read First, it? Did you read my piece? I did not because I got a little shady, and I feel I'm a sure bad. you did because I have to. So wait, Ooh. where does world pride go from city to city every year? Yeah, it started in Rome. Uh, and they actually, Rome is the only city we're up against for 2026. Oh, we got this. Rome or but Orlando? <laughs> but it started in Rome, so it's kind of like this like anniversary. Go back oh, to what Rome. Year, what, you is, know, I can't is remember. Is it like a 30-year thing or a 20-year nah, thing? I feel it's like 15. Oh. I think. So it's a it's a traveling Correct uh, me if gay I'm pride thing, right? Yeah, but it's like gigantic. Do people come like to that event? <laughs> they're, they're expecting... A million people. All right. If it comes to Orlando, I'll believe that when I see it. Not to say that it doesn't happen. When they go to those pride parades, world pride parades, a million people. John, have you ever been to a world pride pride parade? No. No. <laughs> All right. So no. you're not traveling. No. Some but people are though. I don't think we could we handle a million people in downtown Orlando, like out on the streets. I don't know. No. <laughs> a million gay people? <laughs> no. And like, and they're all going to take Uber. Can Uber handle it? No. no. 
No. Are we going to run out of Tito's vodka? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how we can do that. I don't know how we can could do Parliament it. House handle a No. Million? I think they could. <laughs> <laughs> no, they could not. It'd be crazy. It would be crazy. But it's good that they're doing these things. I mean, I, I like is. that they're bidding for these things. Uh, and I'm going to do it. John, it's, this is another foot in the mouth situation. Okay. Right? So get ready to dump it. Okay. okay. Let's mark the time. Six six minutes. I don't... In, in their announcement, they're talking about... <laughs> but I just needed to get that off my chest. Good. That's why I'm here. Thanks. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Is my foot in my? Does anyone no, get to hate so. me at the end of this? I don't think so. It's not one I'm of those not the situations. I'm not the one that's going to send you the hate mail. So. No. Well, well, you know, I just don't want you to be caught in the splash zone of the hate mail. Nope, John. we're good. All right, I can handle that. I don't think you can. You're too just, nice. You just delete them. I just. <laughs> oh my gosh! At one time, yes. Just delete it. <laughs> I still have them. Uh, Denning Drive, the multi-use trail, is in the final phase of their 10-foot-wide installation of their multi. Use path from Mead Garden to Webster. This is in Winter Park. Winter Park. It's going to go from Mead Garden all the way up to like behind Winter Park uh, Village. Really cool addition. They're they're cutting down the lanes though to two lanes. This is more of that uh, trendy complete streets movement that everybody's talking about. The trail from where? Uh, From Mead Garden. So it'll be like along the road, the sidewalk. All right. So urban the Orlando Urban Trail. Arguably they ends don't all at Mead Garden. Yet, right? What sorry? They don't all connect. That will connect. Eventually it, it will. With this. It actually oh kinda already does. So you could go and I don't have to go on the street though. You do for a section okay. when you get to uh Lockhaven Park. It ends it ends there. Is there a sign? I always find this is the hardest thing There's about signs. Some of these trails. It doesn't tell you though that you can connect through that residential neighborhood and then pick it back up at Mead Garden. And then take Mead Garden all the way to Winter Park Village. And I like that. But yeah. There, but there there has been some signage issues, I will say. I agree. When you start looking at Urban Trail, that trail, Katie Way Trail, like there are some points, like if you don't know, yeah. like you don't know. Like especially around Fashion Square Mall. I agree. If you don't know where you're going, you're like, why am I in a parking lot? Is that <laughs> open again now? That was closed for a long time because they had to resurface. I think it is. Um, but if you get to Fashion Square Mall and you're like, where does this trail pick up? You're like, I don't know where to go. And eventually it goes to Baldwin Park. And eventually, if, if you're you go biking far on the enough, Urban Trail at nighttime, good luck. There, <laughs> there's no lights. It yes. is not a night friendly ride. Well, and it's like a homeless encampment like behind the Ivanhoe building. I mean, West Orange doesn't have lights either. You know, ridiculous. That's a public safety hazard. You do you do trails over in Europe? Yeah, they ha- they'll be well lit because people use them. They use it not only just for like recreation, but they're using it as a way to get home. Point A to point B because you don't have to go on the roads. When I when I do bike downtown from my home in College Park, I will take those yeah. as long as I can. But right. I mean, the Urban Trail doesn't really work for me because it stops at it goes away from you. Yeah. It stops at Highland. You're gonna have a new route. I will. It's gonna go up along Colonial and around. And I will uh, take Lake that. Ivanhoe. I will take that if I can because I don't like driving on the roads. If That's I, what I, I can help it, yeah. <laughs> I like taking the trail because it's so much easier. Yeah, I don't know. I just lighting is key. Public safety issue. If you're you're building that trail, you are asking the community to use it. Uh, make it safe. And I agree. Lighting is key, especially when it's becoming 
There's like there was like a tent city there last month. Where for the stretch behind the Ivanhoe building, like there were people really? literally sleeping on the path. I was dodging homeless people who were sleeping. Like that's not cool. No, right? Clean it up. Clean it up. That's what I gotta say. Brendan says, "Clean it up. Clean it up. Tighten it up." Uh, we have a great photo essay by a local photographer, Carlos de los Angeles. I look at this of the Vietnamese district. So good. Very he, good. He's a local photographer, Filipino American. Uh, he did a, a wonderful docu uh, photo essay of Ivanhoe back in the day before they built the yard. And so, with this latest one, it's all about Mills Fifty and the Asian community there. Yeah. And he talked specifically to Ben, who is the third generation owner of Tianhong Market there at the intersection of Mills and Colonial. And I just really cool uh, meditation on a changing community and specifically the Asian American community of Mills Are 50. There a lot of Asian Americans that live right there or they yeah. kind of come from other parts of central Florida. No, I think a lot of them live there. Really? Yeah. And their kids are taking over a lot of the spaces, which is why you're seeing some flip over. I didn't read that whole story. I'll be honest, but okay. like did a lot of writing. Why, why, how, where, where did that come from? Why why there? Why Mills and Colonial? He talks about it. And actually, the market, Tianyang Market, was one of the first. And so they opened that. And then somebody opened, like, a nail salon across the, from them across the street. And then it just became, like, this critical mass they saw. Years ago. Years ago. I want to say, yeah, it was after the big after migration. The war. Mm-hmm. But after the Vietnam War. Right. I think that's when a lot were PBS did a wonderful documentary. They did, and I haven't seen that either. Okay. So I'm just curious, like, why why there of all places? Uh, serendipity. All right. Right? It was easily accessible. They lived nearby. Uh, I love seeing what the new generations are doing with it and King, King Bao. And I know some of, like, the Asian landowners are reluctant to rent it to uh people who are not Asian uh-huh. and so it's actually keeping it kind of in the family and in the community and a lot of them actually all go to the same church there's a like strong Vietnamese church community probably the one in College Park there's I a Vietnamese Catholic church ben there yeah about that. Uh, so they all kind of hang out socialize with each other work together support each other there. and after he was talking about oh, you did I used to live over by the church oh yeah it was right by in my neighborhood cool yeah very popular Yep. And I guess Ben talks about it in the interview. Then after church, they all go to the market and get well, food. Well, they also used to always play volleyball and soccer afterwards, too. I love that, Which is too. great. I, like, I love civic. Again, we talked about this last week with civic organizations. That's what I kind of like about I'm not religious, but I love the community aspect of getting together every week with your neighbors. Yeah. Uh, I love that about churches. And that makes me a little jealous. <laughs> you can go to the Unitarian Church. No, not going to happen. I spoke there once, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Um, Radisson Blue is a upper... Like a drag name. <laughs> it's, it does. It does. <laughs> it's an upper, upper scale hotel chain. Oh. And they are opening one of their only American locations here in Orlando. In a new 19-story building that's going to be close to the Sky House. And they're really building this. It's happening, man. This is a big deal. This Is uh, is this it's going a, by the Sky House? Not where the Travel Lodge is at. Uh, across, no. But near a, there. Near, there's actually... Within a stone's throw. <laughs> yeah, I got, on the other side of the street from Rosalind, uh, there's a building that has like 
a penguin holding some balloons. It's yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a dry cleaner, right? So that'll yeah, go yeah. away. It's not a dry cleaner. Behind I the dry cleaner, I know what you're talking about. Behind the yeah, behind the dry cleaner. So that's all gonna go away. No, is the balloons going away? The penguin balloon? Yeah, that building will it's go a away. Cool mural. Gone. It's gonna host a new 256 room luxury hotel, 40 residential wow. apartment units up above. And some ground floor retail. And that's at 319 North Magnolia Avenue. That's huge. And that will be able to take some of the pressure off from World Pride when we get it. <laughs> There's not a ton of hotels downtown. You got the no. Aloft. You got the the fancy one. The What's the one? What's the one on the corner? The Grand Bohemian. Yep. You got the double tree. And it's key to get more convention space yes. downtown. And so they're really excited. Well, about even just like, like people that, that want to come to Orlando but not go to the parks. Like if you say, hey, I want to go just hang out downtown. There's I mean, there's there's more places to stay now. When I moved here 10 years ago, yeah, there was like three places. Great to, stay. to see. Now there's getting more potential sponsors. I love it. I love it. Come on. Come on down. Build Radisson those high rises. Build downtown. it up. There's a new bakery that's moving into the former Wonton Asian Kitchen building. Oh, I am a bread connoisseur. Oh, really? You do not know this? No. Oh. I talk about this all the time what? with my Tom and Dad. Oh. So for years and years and Which years, I heard a couple days ago. For years and years and years, I have uh, basically baked my own bread every week, at least once a week. I do know you bake your own bread. In my bread maker. I do know. Yeah. I threw my bread maker away recently because I got a new one. <laughs> But my new one was... Uh, That's your old fashion coming out. You're yeah, so yeah. sad. My, my new one, uh, my wife got me for Christmas, and it didn't work very well, so we returned it to Amazon. Okay. And lately, I've been making it the old-fashioned oh way. This is the most boring story I've ever heard in my life. Not to me. <laughs> so I make it the old-fashioned way where I have to like knead it and put it in and let it proof and all that. And actually, the bread's really Proof good. Proof or rise? Uh, same thing. Whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interchangeable in my world. Do you punch it? Yeah, I do. I do. That's my favorite part. The problem with when you make it bread yourself, Brendan. <laughs> Is that it's lonely? Well, it just takes a long time. <laughs> it takes three hours, and you got to be there. Okay. Bread maker, you can just throw it in and oh go. Oh, my God. I don't care anymore. I love anyway. you. Anyway. I love you, John. But so tell me about this bread <laughs> Which I will not be going to what? because I make my own. Because <laughs> you make your own bread. Have you been to that Turkish place in Maitland? I haven't. No, it's really good. I hear. Yeah, I had it the other day. So um, tell me about this bread spot. We don't know much. <laughs> there's no, there no reason to cut you off. It's called Bread & Co. Artisan Bakery. Fairbanks in 1792. Yes. And it's apparently the same owners. The owners of Wonton were like, ah, this isn't working. Let's Switch. do a bread spot. Let's do a bread spot. There's not a lot of bread spots in no. Orlando. And I love bread. I do too. Look at me. I love that. <laughs> uh, College Park Farmer's Market closed. It did. Do you want it? Uh, do I want a market? It's up for grabs. Oh, no. I don't want to run it. <laughs> no. it's way too much work. The uh, I believe it's the owners of New Moon Market. And they're opening a new location soon-ish. I don't think it's downtown. New it's Grounding Roots. Grounding Roots. Ooh, yes. My bad. Yeah, my yeah. bad. So Grounding Roots is opening a new location. Uh, they're doing a downtown one too. I guess New not downtown. Is. Not downtown. They're doing someone another location. Somewhere so they else. ran it. Uh, they used to. So they started at, oh gosh, Smith and Princeton. They right. moved over to Infusion and right. then they moved back to where they were. Oh, so I they've had that. a lot of movement. Continuity in the last few years. issues. You gotta parking is a little issue there. Yeah. Visibility's Student tough. Publics. They could just put it in the parking they lot. Above. What they <laughs> ought to do is, if they really want to do a market, they ought to do it in the park. 
Where the Dartmouth people hang out with their uh, exotic birds? Not that park. Not Albert Park. Dartmouth Park. Dartmouth, that's where the mayor walks his dog? Probably. It's a huge park. It would be a great spot. You just got to get enough people out there. It's up for grabs. If someone wants to run it, go to bungalore.com and hear all about it. I think College Park needs a market. I don't know if they're going to support it. I actually... I shopped there a couple times, and I just never saw College Park people there. But you consistently hear how they want to market. Uh, and it's I, a, it, you, their connection you gotta, with you gotta have the stuff to bring people to the market. Yeah, I don't know if there was ever like a critical mass enough things to bring enough people out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't say, man. We'll see. Uh, Cupid's Undie Run is happening on February 11th. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't either. It's not really running in and underwear. <laughs> Two things I don't do. I'm not really in <laughs> Cupid undie shape. No, you? You've been working yeah, out like crazy. Yeah. You want to do a job? Yeah, I got, a little, I I got some do. spots. We're, I might be there. They've invited us to come and hang out. You just want to take pictures. That's all I would do. There's a four-hour party. You really like just run for a mile, and then you party for four hours oh. in, in your underwear with a bunch of strangers, Okay. which sounds like Stonewall to me, <laughs> and I'm not into it. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to do it. You can't make me go. Okay. All right. But that's at February 11th if you want to go at noon. How are we doing? We got 30 seconds, oh, brother. Shut up. <laughs> we didn't do any of our events. Uh, VHS swap show at Poly Party happening at the Falcon on tonight. Go see <laughs> it. You can see the Encino Man and Son-in-Law. Hamilton's still happening all weekend. Nora's Sugar Shack having their 15th anniversary. For a $10 donation, you get $1.50 beer. Can't beat that. From 2 to 8 p.m. Uh, Trash Your Trends is sold out, but you might be able to get some tickets last minute because they might be opening them up. That's happening 7 p.m. at SeaWorld. Super Bowl Block Party at Wall Street, 4 to 11 p.m. on Sunday. Uncomfortable Brunch is having a bestiality theme film festival. I was going to talk about Hilarious. it more. We're out of time. That's happening 1 p.m. at Will's Pub. And the 10-year anniversary of the Audubon Parks uh, Market Stardust, 5 to 9 p.m. Out of time. Brandon, we got to go. Thank you, Iron Cow. Thanks for uh, Thanks for having us, Iron Cow. Everything was delicious. Nice drinks, and uh, come check it out. We'll see you guys next week.